Make sure your mic's turned on. Okay. Um, just to get us going, uh, uh, regular agenda item 5.3, discussion actions required recommendation to the council on the preliminary denial of the beach access improvement mechanics approval. Uh, yada, yada, yada. It, it's going to be pulled and, and, and tabled to the next meeting. So if y'all are here for that, you're not going to be there. Um, all right. So, is my microphone on? It's not. Okay, here we go. Now it is. Okay. Um, so, we have public comments and announcements. Any public comment from the staff? Any public comments from the committee? Um, if y'all are here for any of the agenda items, we're going to bring up, y'all can comment during that agenda item. Um, everybody is going to have three minutes speaking time on how they feel or their, their comments on it, and we'll go from there. So um, just to let you know, so you don't have to get up right now for public comments. You can comment during that, that agenda item. So does anybody have any other public comments outside of our, our, our agenda today? No? Nope? Okay. Well, then we'll go on to our consent agenda, 4.1, approval of minutes for the regular meeting of February 14th, 2023. Do I have a motion? We approve the minutes from the April, February 14th meeting. Okay, motion by Todd. Do I have a second? Second. Uh, second by Michael. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay, all opposed? All right, 4.2, approve and excuse absence from task force member Wall from the regular meeting on February 14th, 2023. Do I have a motion to approve? Motion to approve. A motion by Abby, a second? I'll second it. Uh, any discussion? All right, all in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed? All right, let's get some meat and potatoes. Here we go, regular agenda. Discussion, uh, 5.1, discussion and action to provide a recommendation to City Council on the bids that were received for the Sea Island Circle Amenity Improvements Project, partially funded by the Coastal Management Program, CMP Cycle 26. Uh, Christina and uh, Erica, um, we've already heard this in a previous meeting. We were presented with the, uh, the, the information. We did table it uh, for some committee members to, to get up to speed and ask questions. Um, in light of that, do we have a motion to approve this? I'll make a motion. Oh, uh, do we have a motion to 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 recommend a a contractor for the for the bid? Yeah, um, I I actually was the one that motioned to table it last time. Um, I I thought based on some things discussed, we needed to take a minute and look into it further, which I did. I spent some time looking even outside of the bids in front of us and into the companies themselves. Um, and in that uh, research, I did find that Bryant Construction is the only qualified and experienced uh, bidder in that, 
which would make him the lowest qualified bidder. So I would like to make a motion that we recommend Bryant Construction. Sure. Do I have a second? I'll second. Any other discussion? Why, is, why are they the only ones qualified? They were the only ones that have coastal construction experience. So the other ones were larger, like buildings, uh, things within uh, municipalities, cities, not direct work on beachfronts. Does uh, Christine, Erica, do um, you have a, a recommendation? That would be staff's recommendation as well. That's your recommendation as well? Yes. I'll make a second then to Abby's to approve Ryan Construction. We have a second. We have a second. So it's oh, okay. so, but anybody else have any questions or comments or anything like that? So we have a motion on the table, seconding for uh, <coughs> approving uh, Ryan Construction to uh, Bryant Industrial to get the bid for, for the project. So all in favor? All opposed? Okay. All right. Uh, 5.2, discussion and possible action on potential bay access improvements at West Mesquite Street. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to hand this over to Christina for a little background on this, and then we can move on to comments. When we get to comments, y'all are all welcome to come up and say whatever you want to say. Um, Keep it civil and three minutes tops. All right, here we go. So just a little background information on this <clears throat> item. Um, in January, I was sent a picture of a, a ramp that was placed at the end of West Mesquite uh, that was bolted to our bulkhead. Um, I had discussions with city manager. We decided, you know, we'll put out, um, we'll, we'll go get it pulled and figure out whose it is, have them contact us so we can work with them on getting the appropriate permits that are needed since it is, it was an object within the city's right-of-way and so placing anything within the right-of-way requires a permit through the city. Um, and so uh, it has been pulled. Uh, we are waiting to put it on the agenda so we can talk about maybe what, how to move forward from here. And so any questions? It's kind of vague, but. It's my understanding it was pulled because of liability concerns for the city. Correct, yes. It's been there for decades at this point, um, and it was pulled. Um, and I'll turn it over to the comments from you guys um, to see where we're at. Um, I understand there's a little bit of debate on the street, but let, let's, let's bring it up. So. Um, we'll open it. Which improvements? So, the, the, so it's, it's a ramp, it's an access ramp coming off the seawall, the retaining wall under the bay. Um, and uh, it's been maintained by, by uh, property owners on the street over time. And um, they would like to have it back. Um, or something similar to that with a, with a permit, obviously. Um, and so uh, this is the opportunity for, for us to hear from proponents and 
and people who are against it to uh, to see where we want to go as far as the city goes and, and how to aid them in, in getting that back and, and what requirements they would, they would need to to meet so they could have that, that ramp back if they wanted it or if they didn't want it. So, um, Sorry, so just for clarity, this discussion and action item is for us to discuss with some of the property owners along that street if they can have something back at their own expense or is this part of this discussion something that the city would be providing at our expense? I think at this point, it's to see if there's support along the street to return that ramp to the area or something like it. And then from that point on, we can move, the city can aid them in, 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 in providing that if they want it. If they don't want it, then it's gone. But if they do want it, then the city can aid them in the proper way to get it done as far as permitting goes and, and what requirements that the city would like to see in order to, to limit the liability issue that the city saw in the first place when they removed it. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're open to comments. So do I have anybody who wants to speak? When, when, you, when you guys get up here, please uh, please state your name and yes. Make sure the microphone's on. Testing. Okay. Yep. okay. Um, may I give you a little paper, a little history? Um, there are ten houses on the street, Thank you. and one of them, the Bagleys, are not here today. And this is from the Bagleys. It's just a little background because it has been there forty years, thirty-five, forty years. That. I got the right amount. Oh, perfect. Here we go. One for you. Thank you so much. And I also have the signatures of all the people who live on the street, apart from our opposition here, <laughs> um, who want to maintain and actually just have our ramp back. My name's Sarah Reyes, and I live at 207. I also own 209 and 211 West Mesquite. Um, so of the 10 houses and the lots on there, I pretty much own half the street have done for 25 years, and we have used the ramp, which has been there for access to the bay, for water sports, and so on and so forth, for the 30, 40 years that it's been there. I've never had a problem. I have dogs. I have children who are now grown men. We use the ramp on a daily basis, weather permitting, for either access to the bay. We maintain it. We keep it clean. We keep the oysters at bay from the access. My, dogs, my elderly dog has now passed away, but she used to go in and swim in there. Um, so it's something that we use for paddle boards, kite boards, windsurfing. It's not good for fishing down there, so, you know, unfortunately we can't use it for fishing. But everything else, and it survived the 2008 hurricane. We pull it once a year. We repair it at our expense. We also have David Leal on the street who couldn't be here today. Um, my other neighbors also help. So it's all been at our expense. We've made sure that it is kept safe and it is monitored. If ever it isn't, then it's been taken out repaired and put back. And basically we've used it for the 25 years that I've been there with no problem whatsoever. Um, it was bolted to the bulkhead, which I do understand is city property, but if we could just have that back, we will make sure it's maintained and just used as it previously has been for the last 30, 40 years. Okay. And then I do have all of the signatures of residents. Okay. 
You want to hand it over to Erica over there? Thank you. Thank you. That's a copy, right? This is the original? No, this is, a, I will make a copy of okay. it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, anybody else? Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Bonnie Walker. I live at 216 West Mesquite, and I'm putting in my approval of the ramp and my request for it to be returned and to be kept up in the same way that we have done. And I don't know of any time that anybody has ever come to the city and said anything about them being injured. I don't know if y'all have any history of that. Not as far as I know. Okay, thank you. Yep. Thank you. Mark Millis, uh, 215 West Mesquite and 213. Uh, probably most of my questions might be for the city. Um, <clears throat> as we've heard, this has been there for four decades. Code enforcement drives up and down our street on a daily basis. I know that they turn around at the end of the street. So the visibility of that ramp has to have been in their sights. Uh, at some point in time. So I'm interested to know <clears throat> who sent the picture and why it was pulled before contacting the owner or checking with anybody on the street about <clears throat> what might be the history of it. And then uh, I guess definition of the city's right of way and where that stops is that the bulkhead? Because beyond the bulkhead is GLO land. I believe. Um, Ed, do you do you have a definition of the city right away, by any chance? Right. Okay. So the city owns the right away, the bulkhead. Okay. Okay. Um, regardless, some of those questions I'd love to get further clarification on. Um, my wife and I, Angela, we are in favor of uh, having the ramp reinstalled. As stated, we use it on a frequent basis and have uh, since 2005 when we purchased the property. Um, it's one of few that does provide access to the bay um, along uh, the western uh, bay side. And I know that's important to this board, so probably most of my comments are more for the city and city council. Um, it seems that it probably was in place before a permit was required, so I would also like to know why it's not grandfathered. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I guess that's really it. Christina, do you have a response for who actually just made the decision to, to pull the ramp? Um, as I mentioned earlier, I had taken it to our city manager and we discussed it. So it was between myself and city manager. But you had received a picture that brought it to your attention? Yes. My operations crew. So it was in violation and that was the reason? It I'm was, sorry? It was in violation, that was the reason it was pulled? Because there was not a right-of-way permit for it, so it wasn't permitted. And so having something within the city's right-of-way without a permit is a liability to the city. So we pulled it being proactive because of that. 
you know, that, again, been there 40 years, history was available. Um, I'm pretty sure it was there before permit was probably required, but I would like to know that as well. Uh, it being grandfathered in is that that's not a thing. It it needs it doesn't matter. It needs a permit. So, if it was there before permit was required, then I'm pretty sure that's a grandfather. We still need a permit. That's that's a legal question for for our city attorney Ed Zaganowitz if he wants or can answer that question at this point. Thank you, Ed. Also former city council, former mayor. Good afternoon. I'm Ed Saganowitz, city attorney, chairman, board members. Um, I believe that the, the rules or the city code requiring a permit uh, for any right-of-way work's been in existence since the city's been in existence. Um, so I think you've always had to have a permit to do any type of right-of-way work or work within the city right-of-way. I couldn't tell you the exact date, but I believe that, as far as I know, it goes back until the time of the incorporation of the city. You just can't be doing work within the city right-of-way. And I'm, I know this is a little different. It's mostly the, the streets right-of-ways where you couldn't, you know, build or do things like that without any type of permit, but this is also technically a city right-of-way. And my only suggestion to kind of alleviate the problem is to see if they can just apply for a permit and hopefully staff would grant it and they can go on their merry way and continue to, to enjoy it. But I can't speak on what staff would do. <clears throat> Thank you, Ed. Anybody else? Good afternoon. I'm Steve Scholl. I'm at uh, 208 West Mesquite and 210. And uh, my question sort of reflects with what he was just saying. Wouldn't it have been great if you'd have just maybe contacted somebody on the street and asked about a permit? I think we'd be happy to do one. Um, of course, who knows if it'll be approved or not, but that might have been a good idea. Before you took it away, yeah. But that's all I had to say. Anybody else? Jason? Yes, sir. I have a presentation here that uh, I'm going to run. State your name. I think I can. Jason, can we get your name real quick? Full name. <laughs> there we go. I'm not sure this is ready, but. We'll wait for, there we go. Uh, my name is Jason Yetter. I live at the end of Mesquite Street and I'm here with all my neighbors um, to share my opinion on the ramp at the end of the street. Let's see if I can make this work. Um, if you look at the bottom of this photograph, uh, you'll see the ramp that's in question and the pier to the boathouse to the north is my house. I've lived there for 17 years uh, the end of the street is first thing I see when I look out the window. Um, I've lived with that ramp over those years and I haven't been happy with it and I wish it wasn't there. And when I saw the city crew 
from the shoreline department out there taking it away, I was kind of jumping for joy, thinking it was a wonderful thing. And after 17 years, it's gone. And uh, I've been on the island for uh, my 30th anniversary next month. And sometimes you just put up with what's here and try not to make too much noise about it. But when something happens that you think is good, why you support it. And I'm offering my support to the shoreline department saying thank you very much for getting that old ramp out of the way. Um, this second picture here shows the oysters, shows the height of the bulkhead. It's about four feet from the bulkhead level to the, to the water level. And to get there, this ramp was about eight feet long. And it went down at approximately a 40 degree angle. Um, you could barely walk on it. I mean, I don't know how everybody here has been using it so much over the years, but I haven't seen the use. It's dangerous. I didn't use it. I thought it was the worst thing ever. But it, like I said, it had been there for a while, so just kind of went along with it. But now there's a day that there's a chance to say, maybe I can get rid of it. And I'll be happy about that. Um, we talked about a permit a little bit. Uh, the public works permit's not really the only permit that's been, been ignored here. Um, there's a lot of permit requirements, a lot of safety requirements that, that go along with uh, having something in the public domain. Um, I would think that it would have to be engineered so that it met the requirements for the general land office, for anything in the state government to protect the grass, protect the oysters. There's not just one permit to just put something in at the end of the street. Um, as those of you know, there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of action on the, the bay access in the north. And the city has been working for five years to try to get a permit to park a few cars on the, in the sand and use it for windsurfing and, and bay access. And they haven't been able to do anything in five years. Uh, because of the requirements that have come from the GLO and from the uh, Army Corps. Um, so I'd like to say that ignoring all those requirements uh, is not just a matter of a right-of-way permit. It's a, there's a lot more here. Um, I would think it would need to be accessible. If it's in the public right-of-way, um, everything I've ever touched, uh, somebody wants me to build a ramp, somebody wants me to change the steps, someone wants me to do this, um, it's constant everywhere. And, I think this is a requirement also that the city has to consider. Um, after, you, after this, you do all this work. Um, if you don't have these permits, these six permits in order, this is what happens. Legal notice, stop work. This is, I just borrowed this off the internet because it kind of said it all. And um, I get a permit for everything I do uh, just because I know that it's, it's always that way. And sooner or later, you're going to have to fix it. So, why not do it right the first time? Um, we've been involved with the city um, twice over the years about the use of the end of the street. Um, it's resulted in no parking signs. It's resulted in no fishing, <coughs> generators, parties, barbecue pits. Started out with Marcy Newman in 2005 when she was a public works director. And we worked to try to stop some of the, uh, the fishing camps at, at the end of our streets. And then it moved on when Ruben Trevino was a uh, coastal manager here. And again, they looked at the end of the streets in the E-District and said, well, 
I don't think that we want all these activities here because it's not a park. Um, okay. The E-District has about 12 streets in it. And you'll see the little box at the very bottom that shows where, um, where I live and where the Bagleys live. And right there at the end of the street is where that ramp was sitting. Okay. And if you look at the, the E-District and you count all those street ends Jason, there. Jason, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off respectfully, but I've given you five minutes now. And I do have a question for you. Okay. Um, I mean, everyone else, said, you know, it was three minutes around the clock, so, but I, I do have a question for you. Do you have a problem with the supporters of this ramp seeking city help to get permitting going for a, an access ramp at the end of your street? Yes, I do. Because, Why? Because of the usage of the E-District, it's been identified as a single-family neighborhood in character and in design, and anything that you do that brings members of the public from the valley to the end of your street is not a good thing. Has it been an issue in the past, anybody? Y'all had like people partying at the end of the street or anything like that? How do you think that this, how do you think these ordinances were changed because of the problems that we're having? I'm just asking, I mean, are, you, are you, so the reasoning is they can't have their access they've had for 30 years and under city guidance towards it would be, you know, the liability would be reduced. They still get their access that they've enjoyed for all this time. Just because you're worried about some people coming down the street and, and messing up some stuff, I mean, that's, we're on the island, man. I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of, I mean, it's par for the course. I mean, as far as like, we're a tourist destination. I mean, we can't control everything, but I mean, I'm not aware of any incidents that have happened at the end of the street regarding this ramp. And I'm just asking, is there like an, other than, I mean, you've brought up a lot of permitting issues, but I agree, the permitting needs to be done the right way and done the and, and with engineering and stuff like that and the city can help help the street get that done um but other than other than permitting i mean what's the what's the issue if i could have another three minutes so that i had the same amount of time that the 10 minutes that these people had if i could have the same time they had that would be helpful and i could finish my presentation and everyone gets three minutes jason but yes please answer my question Sorry? Yeah, yeah, please answer my question as far as, as long as it takes. I mean, answer, I'm, I'm asking other than permitting, what's, what's the issue with the industry? Um, the number of people I've seen get hurt, the lack of maintenance on the ramp. Um, reality is far different than what you've just heard. I actually, I have a question for clarity from Christina. Are all bay the ending of every Bay Street is still considered a public access. There may not be public parking available at those places, but we still have to allow access. Is that correct or not? It's kind of difficult. I mean, yes, because it's within the street right of way. Whether you can access it or not is depends on the end of the streets and some of them 
are like this one strictly bulkheads other ones go there's a little bit of like riprap concrete so depends on how but I mean kind of yes since it's in the right of way well I mean I have to tell you as a member sitting here I'm actually I'm really kind of excited to see so many people be advocates to using the end of their Bayside Street uh, there is another street that has great Bayside access it's on Coralie and um, it started with the nearby uh, property owners who did some of their own improvements and then the city started to do some things there as well and I, I think it is important that we take advantage of any and all um, Bayside access for the public. I understand the streets are very narrow and that eliminates parking. Um, personally, I think it's very, it's very messy and very complicated to allow the public, I'm sorry, to allow uh, private entities to install some type of permanent ramp because of potential for liability. Whether or not it's happened over 40 years, I just don't think it's right for a private property owner to put something in a public right-of-way and to allow or disallow public to use it, I don't know. But what I would prefer to see is if we have such strong support from many people on that street is that maybe the city look into grant improvements and the city funds a, a nice ramp for you all to use through a grant because there is so much support, which we don't usually see, sorry, Jason. <laughs> but um, I feel like because of liability, um, making sure it's ADA compliant, I think if we're going to do this and we'd have that kind of support, it needs to be done right and professionally. Um, I'd I'm sorry to keep going with questions here. Um, Christina, where is the ramp that was removed? In our, it's in uh, our south end lot where we hold the city, it's a city's lot. Okay, and um, was there any identifying markers on it with phone numbers, name, information? No, ma'am. Okay. Um, are they allowed to come and retrieve their ramp? Yep. Okay. Um, I think that covers some of my comments, questions. Um, and I wanted to bring that up. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I wanted to bring that up because when we're talking about e-district and not the proper use, I think we need to remember, hey, we have to allow people to access the bay and the, and the beach. And if we can improve parking in all cases, we need to do that as well. To be ADA compliant, isn't it one foot per inch? And didn't you just say that that was a four foot high bulkhead, which means to have an ADA ramp there would have to be a 48-foot ramp. Am I doing my math right? One foot an inch? I don't know. I don't recall the ADA requirements off the top of my head. I'm not sure. So what I'm saying is I think it's going to be, in order to be compliant, it's going to be a significant size ramp that would um, have to go out pretty far. Um, another concern for me is all those oysters that he showed in the pictures. Those things will cut your feet so fast. And with the bay being both high and low, might not be a problem when it's high, but if you gotta stand on that in any way, that would be a concern as well. I'm sure that could be discussed when we get to, yeah. if and when we get to some sort of design or a grant phase, 
Um, and I, I really don't know how much action can be taken on this item, but I do think that it is a great discussion. And I, I'm okay with letting Jason finish. He is patiently standing here, so I think we should give him the opportunity to, to finish his. Good, Jason. Thank you, and uh, I'll be quick, and uh, I, I won't take advantage of you. Edgar, can you pull up the, the slides again, please? Thank you. Oh, there we go. Okay. Um, one of the things we determined the last time we went through the, the ordinances was that the street ends were never dedicated as city parks. Um, they weren't fishing camps. It's just a residential street end. And trying to turn them into a park was detrimental to the neighborhood, detrimental to the neighbors and the E-District. And it was inconsistent. Um, another problem that we have is there's, there's no parking, there's no place to park, there's no place to turn around. You turn around in my driveway if you come to the end of the, you turn around in the Bagley's driveway, uh, you turn around in Bonnie's driveway, that's what all the trucks do, that's what all the, anyone comes down the end of the street, it's like, turn around in my yard, okay, that's the way it goes, you know, there's, you don't have a choice, so that's okay, but there's, I'm just pointing out, there's no parking there. Um, it seems to create a nuisance. I went out and uh, picked up the fireball whiskey bottles this morning after the golf carts came and, and did their circle at 10.30 last night and, uh, and left their uh, fireball whiskey bottles there. And it's the usual. Uh, it's a problem, but you keep going. Um, the ramp's obsolete. It may have been there 40 years ago, but I don't see anybody using it. I hear a lot of people talking about using it, but I don't know who's really walked down that ramp. I walked down that ramp a couple of times and decided I'd never do it again. Um, I think it's dangerous. Um, I think it results in injuries. I've personally uh, helped rescue two dogs that got in the oysters mm -hmm. that uh, went to the vets after here. The oysters are sharp as razors. Um, I don't think it's a spot for a, a bay access. And the maintenance has always been a problem. Um, there's only one person that uh, maintains that ramp, old ramp. And that's Gene Bagley. I haven't ever seen anybody help him. He seems to do it all by himself. And I've seen him repair it half a dozen times over the years. Uh, but maintenance has always been a problem. Uh, slippery has always been a problem. Uh, carpeting getting blown off by the winds and the storms has always been a problem. So um, we talked about liability to the city. Um, but there is an alternative to this. This is not the only way to get to the bay. You start at the north, you can go into the South Flats, you can, which, is a, which is a county park. You can go into Convention Center, which is, I don't know, call it a city park. Uh, you can go to Polaris Street Boat Ramp. You can go to Paradise. Um, you can go to the new boat ramp complex at Palm Street. Uh, what am I leaving out? Polaris Street Boat Ramp. There's lots of ways, safe ways that already exist to get into the water on the bayside. And this is not one of them, and I'm asking to you, um, this ramp is gone now, and I'd like it to stay gone. It's, it's a nuisance to our neighborhood, and it's not the way it's, it's not the way it's being characterized. And I would say good riddance, and I was happy to see it gone. So, and thank you for the extra time, Rob. No, no problem, Jason. Um, I'd like to address a couple things. Um, I don't think anybody in this room is promoting or 
going to try to make this a park at all. Um, I think we're just trying to provide an avenue to get back or consider an avenue to get back a ramp that's safe for everybody to use. Um, I, you know, I, my suggestion would be Yeah, but a street doesn't get the luxury of saying, I own this ramp and nobody can, else can use it. They've never if done that before. They've I know, but I'm, I'm just saying, it, if it's, like Abby mentioned, if it's going to be a public facility, it would need to be a public facility and go through all of the rules, just like all of no, the other boat ramps. No, I'm not saying that they get any special, special treatment. I'm saying that I would just like to open the opportunity for them to start going and getting the permitting done and we start moving that process through our system to get or not get what they want done. I mean, but but to, to allow it to at least be considered at this point. Well, don't they have the right to do that anyway without any action by us today? They could start. I guess so. Yeah. So I don't understand what we're really doing. I was just going to ask Christina, what what is the permitting process look like for that they would need to do we have an existing permit for something like that there is a city right-of-way permit through our public works department that there's they would have to apply for and then because it would have to do with the bay ending and coastal waters does that involve glo approval we uh we would have to ask them Okay, so check and see. So it's fair to say that maybe the city needs to um, maybe understand some of the avenues to advise them on how to get there, or for the city to maybe explore possibilities of a um, a grant or something to improve that mm -hmm. bayside access. Then I don't think we're going to be able to take any type of action. Uh, doesn't seem like it. Um, at, sure. Sorry. Well, sorry. Why don't you get you on the on the record? <laughs> Angela Millis, two fifteen West Mesquite. Uh, from my understanding, there was a ramp that was also removed. I don't know what the street name was on it, but it was reinstated, and I don't believe they went through all of the things that uh, Jason mentioned. So I'd, I'd love clear, uh, clarification on how they were able to do that. They've got a, a ramp now with a permit, and so that way we get clear as well so that when we take action, we know exactly we what to do. We have to, to clarify well. on that one. We're not exactly sure exactly how that went down. but There was another ramp that was removed as well. Uh, Christina, do you, I believe we called you earlier on it also to get the name. I, I don't have it with me, um, but there was another ramp that was removed as well, and it's been reinstated because they went through the permit process. And so I believe their, and it's already been approved, so their permit process isn't as laborious as this is. Uh, just a little bit um, of clarity on what that would be for us. I don't recall which one that is, but it would, if it got a permit, it would have been the right of way permit through our public works department. Okay, so if we get the name of the street, then we can go and just follow that process and, and get it done just as they did? Because it just got reinstated mm -hmm. with the permit. Theoretically, yes. Okay. That was, uh, Thank you. Um, I don't think there's an action item we can actually take because other than, I would suggest 
to the to the people that are supporting of getting your ramp back, start with the the uh, public works permit. We can go from there, and at every point we get to, we can have public comment and debate and stuff like that as we go along, um, and we can go from there. But uh, we can't like just say. I mean, as anyway, our committee can't just say, "Yeah, just go for it." I mean, you know, Jason did bring up a good point. There is permitting issues, and we're gonna have to go through that process. Um, a long time, it got pulled up. It probably could have been handled a little bit differently, not so immediate. I, I do understand that. Um, we do learn from our mistakes. Um, but uh, I believe at this point, I think everybody on this committee and, and uh, in the city is, is pretty much willing to work with both parties and figure out where, what is going on at that street and if there's clarifications have to be made as far as what's allowed and what's not allowed in the streets, then, you know, that can be addressed in the near future for sure. But uh, at this point, I don't, I don't think we have an actual action item. Does anybody see one? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, any other comments from anybody? Uh, committee, staff, audience, speakers? Eventually, it will go to city council once the permitting starts. Like, no, they won't. The right of the right of way permits don't go through city council, okay. as far as I know. I stand corrected. So sorry. And Christina, are you going to follow up, or Erica? On are there additional permits that are going to be required? We can. Okay, and if we have one that already. If we, like if we have one that's already only received that, then both, if we have two of these ramps, they both have to follow the same process. Let's make a motion to table this. I'd like to continue this discussion. There's not enough here to take any action. So I, I'd say, can we table it and bring it up in a month or a couple weeks when we have maybe some more information on how to proceed I would say we bring it back again when the permit has either been applied for or not if we table it we have to bring it in within a time frame or else it, the it'll die out so you can either close it today and we bring it up as a whole new item or we can table it and bring it back to our next meeting I think it might be better to bring it as a whole new item because we might need to change the item itself yeah so we'll let it let it be okay I second that <laughs> okay so at this point it's no action so we're not tabling it we're being asked a whole new item on the next meeting or whenever is appropriate okay all right well I'm sorry we haven't got to resolution at all for any any party today but um, I'm glad everyone got a chance to, to bring it out Obviously, there's support on the street for the ramp. There's opposition to the ramp as well. Um, we're just going to have to work it out um, in some way or another. Uh, but, you know, 
city staff, public works, Christina and Eric are here to, you know, if you have any questions, please contact them. You can contact me if you want. And uh, we, can, we can answer any questions and get everyone on the right path to what they want to happen. So uh, with that, what did I say? Just no action? No action. Okay. Uh, I haven't had that happen in a while. Um, and then we'll move on to... Uh, 5.3 was pulled. 5.3 was pulled, and I don't have my thing anymore. Adjourn. That's it. Oh, yeah. Number six. Adjourn. All right. I have a motion to adjourn. Second. 